Welcome back to the sixth episode of the Create Reality Podcast. My name is Lewis Leidenfrost. My name is Adam Wilbanks. Today, we're going to be talking about something that we have definitely dealt with many times, something that we probably forever will deal with a little bit. And whether you've heard of the official definition of it or not, I'm sure that you've struggled with this at least once or twice in your life, and that is imposter syndrome. So Lewis, what exactly is imposter syndrome? Well, I got the definition here. Um, Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which one doubts one's accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Yeah. So essentially what that means is once you've, you know, proved your success and kind of made it a little bit, you still don't feel that, you know, you have the authority to speak on that subject or you still feel like a fraud and maybe you didn't deserve it. And that's the official definition. But I think imposter syndrome is a lot broader than that. I think it spans to someone, you know, let's say someone wants to be a singer, okay? And they're too afraid to start, to even start trying to become a singer because they feel like an imposter because they don't identify as a singer yet. Exactly. I think, I also think imposter syndrome is being magnified and growing in today's society because of all, with Instagram and all these photo sharing platforms and social media, because Every day you're seeing people's best versions of themselves. Like I have, I know people that are even doing the business, the whole business Instagram, and they're not making a dollar. In fact, a lot of them mm-hmm. are losing money. And they're out there posting, um, saying, I'm doing this, I'm showing these big numbers, when in reality it's so false. And then there's the guy that's growing a really sustainable business. He's doing a million dollars a year. He has 300 followers, but he's scared to even share what he has, which is actual knowledge mm-hmm. that could really help someone because of the guys out there that are being the phonies that have already made the big followings and th- that guy's just scared to post now and it's hurting society. And you can also say like even just regular Instagram photos, like a girl won't post a photo that's a really nice, good looking photo because there's this perfect girl out there who's using all the editing crops and all that mm. and she now she won't share a photo that her friends would love and family would love to see. Yeah, I agree. Like when you mention the business guys, I think that even comes back to us and the podcast itself. Oh, yeah. You know, we've always wanted to talk about this stuff and do a podcast. But when we sit here and think about it, we're like, do we really have authority in this space? Do we really have enough experience to talk about this? Have we achieved enough to talk about this stuff? And I mean, absolutely we have. We still have a long ways to go, but we definitely have things that we could share with people that really help people. But when we initially thought about starting a podcast, we kind of wrote it off like, not yet. We're not ready yet. We don't have authority with that yet. So it's across the board for everybody. Even today's podcast about mm-hmm. imposter syndrome itself, Adam was coming out from his room and I was like, hey, I think this might be a bad podcast today because I feel like I can't talk about it. I feel like I don't know enough about it to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, and then looking back, I was like, holy, this happened so many times in my life. I should share my stories and what's happened to me instead of holding it to myself and not have this fear of being a fraud. Yeah, just being an imposter. I mean, in two weeks, we're flying to San Diego and I'm going to speak at an event about basically what we do, digital marketing and entrepreneurship and stuff. And when I was initially asked to do that in the moment, of course, I said yes. And then I started thinking about it after I was like, what am I going to talk about? Like, I don't you know, I don't have enough experience. I haven't achieved enough in life to be able to do this yet. I'm going to go up on stage and why should they listen to what I have to say? And the whole reason I got asked to speak at that was because of businesses I've built and things I've done. And that's what they want me to talk about. Yet still in my mind, I right after thought, 
none of that stuff is worthy. So what imposter syndrome breaks down to is really just your mind lying to you. Exactly. I have this, I spoke when I was younger in high school at this uh, YMSL meeting. It's a super small conference. My friend's mom actually managed it, which is the only reason I spoke. Um, but there was probably 100 or 200 kids that were boys that were my age. And there was also a Microsoft executive, a guy who started this big lacrosse company, I think a Coca-Cola executive, and me. And I was terrified because I was only 17 years old. And I was like, I was, oh man, what am I gonna say? They're not gonna like this, they're gonna boo me, it's gonna be horrible. I went up there and I spoke at the, at the last one and they did an open Q&A with all f four or five of us. And 80% of the questions came to me because I, they related to me. The kids were like, wow, mm -hmm. that guy's my age if not younger and he's doing it. I relate to him, let me ask him questions instead of the big guys who'd made it in the corporate world. And that was a moment where I was like, wow, like this is this is good stuff. I can share what I've done. Yeah, I, I think you showed me that speech actually. Yeah. It was probably. a video. I was so scared to even speak it that I pre-recorded it and me had my friend Cameron interview me, and then we showed them the video and then I went up and did a little talk because I was just so nervous that it was gonna be so bad. Oh really? You didn't even go up and do the full speech itself? I couldn't. I was, yeah. I was terrified because these, I looked at the guys I was speaking with and I was seventeen yeah. years old. It was true imposter syndrome. Well, I think an assumption you had there too was those people, these executives. You know, they were squared away. They knew what they were doing in life. Everything was perfect in their life. And when I was living in back in Arkansas, I actually had a client from L.A. fly in and we were sitting down getting dinner. And, you know, he's a millionaire now. He's in his 30s. And he was telling me even him, he was like, you know, once I made a million dollars, I still felt like an imposter. I still felt like I couldn't talk about these things. And he's around people that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars in his company all the time. And he said, Adam, all these people all they're doing is they're making more money, still not really knowing what they're doing. Like they still feel like imposters. So this is across the board. You look at other people and you think, oh, their life is squared away. They're so confident in everything they're doing. They're not. Humans, I mean, we're all humans. We all struggle with the same things. doesn't matter where you're at in life and what you're struggling with. We all go through the same things. That's a really cool story to share. I mean, I think that um, like this, if you're not aware of this, I feel like it's very under talked about. Yeah. It's something that could cause a lot of depression because looking back on some of the times in my life where I've been sad and I hate to use the word depressed because it's just little gaps where they're sad where I'm sad. But a lot of them come down to me feeling like uh, I, I'm not doing good. I'm not as good as I was. It's falling off. Maybe I should quit. I mean, I even told you the other day I was like, I feel like one day I'm gonna go back to like high school. Like this is just a little yeah. dream that's going on, and I feel like one day I'm gonna show back up at um, my high school. As a, like, I don't even know a grade and just go back to class again. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, one thing that's even scarier than that, yeah, it definitely is causing depression and all this stuff, but it causes so many people to never start. And that's yeah. terrifying. Terrifying. Imagine if we never started. I mean, I can't, I can't even <laughs> think about that. It made my mind go blank. I can't even yeah, think of I, that. I can't even imagine that. It causes so many people to never start because they think, who am I? Like, you know, I can't be a singer, I can't be an entrepreneur, I can't be a whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. It causes so many people to never start. And guess what? If you don't start, you're never gonna become that. I think, I, I, when you made that point, looking back, there's never been a time I didn't wanna like, I didn't wanna, there's been very few times I didn't wanna start, but a lot of times I start and I go hard and then I just quit. Mm -hmm. Because I realize, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not this good, I can't do this, I don't know that. And that's when mine kicks in. So I bet there's a bunch of different time frames of how people could have it. Some will never start. Some will start and drop off. Some will get very far and just completely stop. We have friends that yeah, I know. Were, are doing crazy things and then they just quit. 
And even like us, we've had companies that have worked that have been really well, and then we just quit. Mm-hmm. We just gave up because we didn't feel like we were good enough at it. Well, when does the entrepreneur become the entrepreneur? When does the artist become the artist? When does the singer become the singer? You know, yeah, when does that actually happen? And I think so many people, for example, let's say you want to be a singer, right? Or let's do entrepreneur. We're entrepreneurs. When did we become entrepreneurs? Was it one moment that we woke up? I think the exact date. I don't have it. Yeah, exactly. There's no way I can tell you. There, I think so many people wait until they get the approval from others and then they say, now I'm an entrepreneur versus when they start, they say, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. This is who I am. We had a call with a guy yesterday. He said, yeah. He said, he, he's like, it's a passion now. I think I have entrepreneurial tendencies, but I'm not an entrepreneur yet. Yeah, said, exactly. I, I, said, I said, how are you not an entrepreneur yet? Yeah. What does that mean? Like when... Are you going to wake up one day and now you're an entrepreneur? Is it going to be once you have a certain amount of money in the bank? Is it once you've closed a certain amount of sales? There's not a date. It just... Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. You can't put a pinpoint on I've when you become these things. It's an identity that you take on. And if you wait for other people to give you that identity, guess what? You're screwed. You'll never become that. You'll never become that. So you have to... And this is where the imposter syndrome comes in. You have to identify of it with no outside approval, no outside support, no reason why you should identify it, identify as it, and then others will start to identify you as that. And that's really scary because most people, they're people that would tell them, hey, you've made it, made it, it's gonna be their close friends and family, which is the worst, worst possible people to have because those people will show you, they might have the phone, they like show you the support here, but it's mm-hmm. the hardest place to get support, real support, when you go out and do something on your own, this is scary to talk about, but your closest friends, they love you to death. Your family loves you to death, but they're not going to give you the support that someone that doesn't know you at all will give you. Yeah. Like, that's why people have, they idolize these celebrities because they don't know them and they, there's no connection. And they're like, Hey, we came from the same place. I have the same odds. So it's not that impressive. Like we could, I could have been that there's no jealousy towards it. And I'm not saying my friends are like that. I'm just saying it's something I've noticed mm-hmm. um, with a lot of people in that if you're waiting for your friends and those people to be the ones like, Hey, you're an entrepreneur. You're, you're screwed because it's, it's not going to come as quick as somebody. If, if you did on the internet, that's why these people have built these massive following base. Let's say they have 20,000 followers. They probably know 500 to a thousand of them personally. And those aren't the ones commenting on their photos. It's that other mm-hmm. 18, 19,000 people that are giving them the crazy support that they've never shaken their hand or hugged them. Exactly. They don't even know them personally. And I think why it's so important to identify, I mean, I had failed at so many things, hadn't made any money online, hadn't made any money in anything. Yet if you asked me, I would have said, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. And I had no track record you to back that up. You told me you an entrepreneur when you were in college when we first met. And yeah. you hadn't done much, if not anything. I just tried some stuff. Yeah. And I think it's so important that you begin to identify that as quick as possible because if not, you'll quit. Because after I failed, if I didn't say I'm an entrepreneur and that is who I'm going to be the rest of my life, I could have just said, oh, that was a fun side project I tried back to back to my real life now, back to college. But I said, no, I am an entrepreneur. Right now, I'm not a successful entrepreneur, but I'm on my way there. And if you don't identify it, this person, whatever journey you're on, you'll quit. You'll never truly become that person. You'll fall off the path for sure. I think the mind is always the last thing to catch up. Always. And I think that's why imposter syndrome exists. And I think you see it really prevalently, prevalently in fitness. So whether you, you know, you're trying to put on muscle, whether you're trying to lose weight, your body 
will change. Your situation will change before your mind does. So you see people all the time lose all this weight, yet mentally they still identify with someone who's obese, someone who's overweight, and it takes the mind so much longer to catch up. I think it's the exact same thing when it comes to life. You know, you become an entrepreneur, you have successful businesses, you become an artist, you become a singer, and so your life situation has changed, but it's gonna take your mind a little bit longer to catch up and fully, fully identify as that. And there's no time frame. You can't be like, oh, it'll take two weeks. No. It just depends no. when you're able to be mentally strong enough to flip the switch. Yeah. I mean, it's taken, I'm probably in like year six now, of like really trying to hit entrepreneurship hard and learning things. And then you see some people seems like their first or second business, you know, they, they start making millions. So there's no time frame. That's why you have to identify as it. That's why you have to love it because imposter syndrome will sneak up. Even after all these years, even wanting to start a podcast, it sneaks up on us. Something that's not going to go away, but it's something that you can work through and you can definitely fight for sure. As long as you're aware of it, it's a lot easier to prevent. Awareness is huge. Absolutely. Right. That was, I enjoyed talking about that. That was something yeah. really cool. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad to share it with the world. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for tuning in. Talk soon. We'll see you soon.